My name is Andranik Eskandarian, and you are listening to Tim Melly Talk. Hello, everybody, and welcome to our first ever live edition of Tim Melly Talk on Twitter radio. I'm your host, Artif Tahari. Really glad you can join us. And for this special edition of Tim Melly Talk, I am joined by Adel Askarian of TIFA, the international football agency in the Netherlands. Adel, welcome back to Tim Melly Talk. It's great to have you on the show, man. Thank you so much once again. Thanks for the invite. All right, we got to get down to business. We know the World Cup qualifier coming up between Iran and Iraq. We played on the 14th of November. And because of intervention from FIFA, the match has been moved from Basra in Iraq to Amman, Jordan. The game we played at the Amman International Stadium. Now, my first question for you, Adele, this is a pretty... Um, expected question. A pretty, it's a topic that's been mentioned before on more than one occasion. You know, how are you looking at this World Cup qualifier being moved to Jordan? Do you feel like this will be an advantage for Team Meli, or do you feel like it's still going to be an extremely tough game regardless of where it's played? Honestly, I believe it's going to be an advantage for Team Meli. Definitely. Uh, why? One in terms of. The facilities, I believe, with all the respect that the facilities they have in Amman is of a greater value than the ones they have in uh, Iraq. So that's one. And second, although I believe that in Jordan there, there will be a lot of supporters for the Iraqi people, and I believe that there are a lot of Iraqi people will also travel to Amman to watch the game, still, it isn't home. So also for the players, I believe... It's really going to be a neutral place where both of the teams will play. So, with that being said, I believe all in all, the best will be uh, this. This is definitely an advantage for the team at league. You know, from my point of view, it's just that, of course, you know, there are a lot of Iraqis already that actually live in Jordan. Like you said, some Iraqi fans will make the trip over there. So, at the end of the day, I'm still able to say that it. it I would still feel like it's going to be a road game for Team Meli. But when you compare it to how many people fit in the stadium in Basra, it's definitely it's definitely a change that I think Team Meli could be could be definitely could be okay with. But so moving on but now now from one of our fans on from one of our followers on Twitter, his name is Ashkan Hoopa with his handle Ashkan Pickup. He had this he had this to bring up. And first of course I appreciate his support as well. And he wants to know, you know, will this short time to prepare for the match possibly be a problem for Team Meli? What do you think, Adele? I mean, if, if you look at um, the level the players we have play on, uh, play at, sorry, I don't expect it to be much of a problem, this change. So I would say no. I really believe that it comes down to how good uh, Mark Wilmots has prepared the boys for this match, especially with, with, with obviously the, the last match, which, which we actually don't want to think about anymore. It really comes down to the preparation. I believe that's key in this, uh, in, in this match. Excellent. We're hoping they have good preparation, and obviously everything's got everything's got to go smooth in order to get a victory against Iraq I mean of course you know whether we get a victory or even a tie you know people are gonna look at those results as positive results but 
you know, from our standpoint, we obviously want Team Meli to get the victory and nothing more. Like you said, we don't want to talk about that previous match against Bahrain, but it happened. But because of that result, we feel like we have more of that sense of urgency to get that victory. And this is what our Team Meli footballers need to do. You know, play with a lot of heart, find a way to win no matter what. Moving forward a bit now, the next topic is the 23-man roster. So I'm going to go over it. At the goalkeeper position, not too many surprises. I mean, Ali Reza Behran Van, Rashid Mazahari, and Payam Niazmand. I think some people would argue that Amir Abedzadeh from Maritimo should be in the lineup. But, of course, that's a decision that Mark Wilmot decided to make. It doesn't seem like there's too many surprises at um, the center backs and the wing back positions, you know, whether right back or left back. There is a, of course, there's a contingent of Belgian players in the squad with Milad Mohamadi of Ghent, Omid Ibrahimi of Eupen, and Kaveh Rezaï of Charleroi. Of course, um, let's, so we're going over this roster right now. Now, in your opinion, Adele, you know, which player do you feel is missing from this 23-man roster that you would have really liked to see in the squad? For me, definitely as a Toloi, uh, I mean... I believe he's a key figure in the squad, uh, a true number six. I'm very surprised when I didn't see his name in the squad. I didn't get the chance to, to see why. So I really believe that that's something that's going to be missing. And I'm, I'm really looking forward to the strategy behind it uh, and, and what Wilmot has in mind to change. And hopefully, obviously for us in a positive way, but uh, I'm very concerned, to be honest. Um, the, 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 the name that also isn't in the squad, but is quite logical, is, is uh, Ali Rizal-Jahan-Bash, which obviously since he, he moved to the Premier League to Brighton uh, uh, at Albion, well, he doesn't play. So then again, I believe that when I saw both names absent, I was like, all right, uh, this is surprising that Azotelli isn't in the squad. But then again, I believe that Mark Wormuth really looks carefully to the players and uh, he, he knows what he's doing in the squad uh, through the absence of uh, Jao Bash. So let's hope for the best. But me personally, I'm, I'm, I'm a bit concerned. You know, I agree with you for sure on what you had to say. I mean, it's it's easy. It's very easy for uh, people to say that you know Jahan Bash should not be there. He's not been playing. He's basically disappeared from Brighton. And even when talking about Saeed Izatolahi, I mean, he does not really. He has not been getting a lot of uh, match practice lately. He has not been getting a lot of minutes lately with his club, and it seems like it's been a problem. But I, I also just feel at the end of the day, though, that when you're when, so when it's such a crucial World Cup qualifier, and I I honestly would have been. I honestly would have been very comfortable seeing Saeed Izatolahi's name on the list. And I definitely have some concern. I'm not turning, I'm not, I'm not going to be super negative about it, but I obviously would have liked to have seen him there. And so while we're still on the topic of the 23-man roster, first let me just go over the defenders. I mentioned earlier, not too many surprises, but yeah, there's Buria Gafuri, Siovash Yazdani, Milad Mohamadi, Mortaza Purli Ganji, Hossein Kenani, Mohamed Naderi, Majid Hosseini, and Ramine Rezaian. As for the midfielders, we have Essana Hajsafi, Ahmad Nurolahi, Masude Shojai, Omide Ebrahimi, Vahide Amiri, Ali Karimi, Mohamed Mohebi, and Ali Golizadeh. 
So with those midfielders listed here that I just mentioned, I mean, in your opinion, Adele, who does not belong in this list? And if you want, I'll also mention the forwards. It's Ansari Fard, Kaveh Rezaei, Mehdi Atarimi, and Sardar Azmoun. So let me know what you got to say. I'll repeat my question once again. You know, we talked about who you thought was missing, but now who do you think should not be called up to Team Meli? Well, for me, it is a bit bad to say because I, I, I met the guy personally and I, I really like him. He's, he's, a, he's a great guy and I believe he's a great athlete as well. But I believe Masud Shujai, in terms of age and others who are like, let's say, 30 and up, shouldn't be selected for the for the squad anymore and and why am i saying this i believe that we have to build the next generation players we have two years towards the world cup hopefully we we, we do well but we also need to look after the world cup this is pretty much what, what we did here in holland as well we didn't have a very good squad anymore so what the current uh, national coach did he started selecting young players and today like we we are again amongst the top so if it was me and again I, I mean there's nothing personal I have against Shujai and I believe he's a great player but looking to the future I, I would say pick more youngsters give them an opportunity to develop but, and, and, and also to, to where possible deliver uh, at this stage and I believe with, with the others we have, like Argus Moon and, and, and other players, we have sufficient quality to qualify for the World Cup. But then you're also building for the World Cup and, and after. So for me personally, yeah, the, those are the names that, that could have been missing as well uh, to create space for more young players. And, you know, what, what can we say? There's a lot of things we agree on as well. And you know, when looking at the roster, yes, I see Masud Shujai is there. And, you know, he's 35 years old from my point of view. And I'm just basically saying that he should not be called up anymore. I know he's done a lot of good things before. For He's done a lot of good things in the past for Team Meli. But in my opinion, he's a player that should not be there as well. And while still sticking to the uh, topic of the 23-man roster... Yes, I know there's also some other players that I was not happy about in the previous match. Two of those notable players, Esana Hatshafi and even Karim Ansari Fard. And from my opinion, involving Hatshafi, I really just do not, I do not want to see him starting at the defensive midfield position. I feel like there still are better options. I would like to see Omida Ebrahimi or even, and um, Ahmad Nurolahi starting at the defensive midfield position. I mean, in your opinion, how crucial is the defensive midfield position going into this match against Iraq? I mean, it's, it's very crucial asking me in, in the sense that the way Mark Wilmot is, is, is playing isn't the most offensive style. And it, it, it can be, right? Look, looking towards the World Cup, unfortunately, there are just much more in, in terms of quality better teams uh, they will they, they will draw so looking at the defensive midfield I, I believe that should be strong and and again I'm repeating myself but that's why it, it was a shock for me that like Ezra wasn't selected and 
I believe some of the players you just mentioned who, who are su- su- surprising for you, like Ansari Fart and Haj Safi, uh, they've been in the squad for a long time. And uh, quite honestly, have they really delivered what we hope them to deliver? I don't know. Uh, I, I believe that now is the time again to... to start, uh, it's very bold, but start selecting new players, provide opportunities to new players towards the strategy that 2022 and onwards, we have a strong uh, and good team. Continuing on with what you just said, Adele, you know, I like your idea where Iran has to be calling up some younger players, got to prepare, you know, prepare that next generation. And... You know, when you mentioned Esana Hajsafi and Ansari Fard, yes, they've have they have plenty of caps for Team Meli. I mean, we like we appreciate everything they've done. There was a time where I was not a big fan of Hajsafi, and then suddenly he scored a goal against Bahrain at the 2015 Asian Cup. So who knows? Maybe this negativity towards Hajsafi might bring might bring some good luck, but you never know. Sometimes I can be superstitious. But when also when taking a look at the midfield position, you know, one player in particular I want to talk about is Ali Golizadeh of Charleroi. And he's young. He's 23. He's da- he's a good winger. And do you feel that his play can really be the key to beating Iraq? Because in the game against Bahrain, I feel like the wingers were not really, were not really creating a lot of opportunities. I believe so, yes. In, in, in the sense that, exactly like you're saying, uh, he's a youngster. He's playing in Belgium, which is a good league. It's not the best, but it's a good league. Again, it, it really comes down to whether Mark Wilmots has the guts to provide the opportunity to, to a youngster such as him uh, and others. I believe Because I really believe that in the long term, uh, it will pay out. So speaking about it right now, I don't think he's the key player. But, but talking about a player like him, in the long term, yes, these are the ones in the long term who can provide you uh, an advancement of the group stage, who can provide you uh, a serious title shot in the in the Asia Cup. So if it was me, yes, I would go uh, all in. And we are getting closer to wrapping up this edition of Team LA Talk on Twitter Radio. Once again, I want to thank everyone for the support. Really do appreciate it. And of course, now getting to the next topic on hand... You know, this one is a uh, is one that's also expected, and my question is, you know, let's just hypothetically speaking, you know, of course I don't want to have to ima- I don't want to have to imagine this or picture this scenario, but if Iran does lose against Iraq in Jordan, will this mean the end of Mark Wilmot's with Iran? Well, I don't know if it's going to be the end, but it should be, in the sense that. Uh, with all the respect, losing against Bahrain, it shouldn't happen. And losing against Iraq after each other, let's say after each other, all right, so yeah, Bahrain and Iraq, that should really be the message for the Federation to say, all right, uh, now that we can, it's enough, and, and, and let's continue with, a, with another coach. Um, Again, I don't want it to happen. I believe in stability, very much so, especially at the Federation. But I really believe that uh, if he loses this one, uh, there's a good shot that this is going to happen. All right, now getting to 
the next expected thing, you know, I did like, of course, I like what you said and in, in that, you know, Team MLE, Team MLE needs to be consistent. And I understand also when you say that, um, you know, there needs to be stability as well. But from my point of view, I am ready to say it. And it's not something I could hold back. And that is, yes, if they were to lose to Iraq, I would be perfectly fine with Wilmots being dismissed and then Vahid Hashemian becoming the head coach of Team Meli. And now for prediction time. Like we said before, this game will be played at Amman International Stadium in Jordan between Iran and Iraq. You know, this is a great rivalry. It's, you know, the, both these two teams have faced each other in the Asian Cup a good amount of times. Not too many times in World Cup qualifying. So now, your prediction, Adele, what's the final score going to be? I'm guessing you're going to say it's an Iran victory or possibly a tie. So tell me your prediction. I believe it's going to be a tough match, definitely. Uh, Iraq is a, is, is a good, has a good squad. Uh, they're fighting. They're very aggressive, physically strong, and a quite good collective so I believe with a lot of struggle, uh, one, uh, one zero for uh, Iran. All right. Well, I'm going to be kind of a copycat and go back to the qualifying, to the days of 2002 World Cup qualifying. Both those matches ended in 2-1 victories for Iran. So I'm going to go 2-1 for Iran against Iraq in Amman, Jordan. That is my prediction. And everybody, that is pretty much it for this edition of Team LA Talk. I really do appreciate the support. And Adele, I'd just like to thank you again for coming on to Team LA Talk. Always great to have your insight. Is there something more you would like to add? Once again, thanks for having me. Thanks for having us. I would just say, like, have fun watching to, to all the Iranians around the world. Uh, let's support our Team Lee because you know there's a lot of talent. Uh, they work very hard, and yeah, let's let's hope we win this one and then we go all the way towards the World Cup. Okay, sounds like a plan. And Adele, once again, it's great to have you on the show. And that's it, everybody, for this edition of Team Ameli Talk. Don't forget the upcoming World Cup qualifier against Iraq will be on the 14th of November. We'll be in exciting match it will be tough but let's hope our team Ali can find a way to get that victory okay everybody so once again thank you for joining us as always keep track of us on social media you know the handle at team Ali talk we're available on twitter facebook and instagram you can also check out our tumblr blog and don't forget to check out our latest videos on youtube thank you for listening everybody i'm your host artif tahari we'll see you next time Hey, this is Omi Nazari, and uh, you are listening to Timely Talk.